When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Tell me a little bit about WeWork. What happened at the inception of starting this incredible company? It just started, honestly, from my husband having a passion for community, having grown up on a kibbutz and a real love of real estate, and just observing an empty building in Dumbo where he was making baby clothes. And he went to the landlord and said, I want to fill this and build community. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And we're coming to you on a Saturday. Yeah, normally we do this on Friday, but... This week we did it on Saturday. We actually had uh, something else to do on Friday, which is rare for us. Shocking! Yeah, I know. We're both Um, we're still reeling. I mean, shaking, quaking. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of quaking, did you feel the earthquake? I was deep asleep, so I did not. Did you? Yeah, I was wide awake, unable to sleep. I drank a coffee really late in the day, and it fucked me up. I was awake until like three or four in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John had just come home from, he was in like a late show. And so he was, I guess, in the office hanging out with our cat Dahlia. Yeah. And the earthquake hit. Apparently Dahlia's hair just totally stood up. Aww. And then she like ran into the living room. I mean, that's the end of the story. <laughs> that was all that happened. Baby was pretty brave. He let out one little bark mm-hmm. and then... I forced him to like come on the couch with me and I would hold so I could like hold him. Uh, but he didn't need it. He immediately forgot that it happened. I've, I feel I'm mad, like sort of mad that I missed it. I love earthquakes. You do. I mean, as long as like, they're not super scary, but I like a, a good jolt. Have you been in a big earthquake? Oh yeah. When I was seven, uh, it was the Loma Prieta quake of 89, which, oh. um, was the big one in the Bay area where like the, the Bay bridge, uh, collapsed and a bunch of people died. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were like an hour away from the epicenter. Um, so like our house was fine, but I do remember cause it was right when the world series was going to start. It was the A's against oh, the yeah, giants. That's the one with the, uh, yeah, that was like the baseball, yeah. the baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. 
So my dad was driving home from work. So it was me and my mom and my little sister at the time was like three or four. And we were about ready to start watching the game. And then the earthquake hit. We all sort of stood under like the the little arch yeah. separating our living room from our hallway. And then in our backyard, we, ha- we had a pool in our backyard. And I remember uh, seeing waves in the ah, pool. Weird. And then waves in the concrete next to the pool and then the concrete just cracked open um but i think because i had never been in a really bad earthquake before i sort of didn't know how scary it was so i wasn't super scared and i was little but then after the fact after i'd you know heard that people had died and the bridge had collapsed and all these buildings collapsed uh, the all, there were all these aftershocks and yeah. that is what sort of traumatized me i remember like freaking out when there were little a- aftershocks in the next like week or so yeah uh, but since then i mean i was you were down here for the northridge for the northridge yeah. yeah do you remember that yeah i remember it yeah. it was um but that one was like in the middle of the night uh-huh. um but i just remember waking up i had bunk beds i was on the top bunk and i was like my dad is like kind of a character <laughs> and i was like He's waking me up for school in an annoying way. That was what I thought. I was like, he's shaking my bed. My first thought was like, oh, fuck you, dad. Oh, yeah. Even though I was like pretty young. I was like, I think I was like eight or nine or like maybe seven too. But no, no, it was a giant earthquake. And instead of being annoyed, he like ran in and saved me and like scooped me up and Aww. like ran out. So that's basically our relationship. Me being like, well, fuck my dad. And then my dad like saving my life. And buying you um, $200 face cream. And being like, have a face cream. <laughs> I love you. And me being like, stop shaking my bed. <laughs> um, and yeah, we all like, I think they were remodeling our house. So we all ran into uh, the office and I remember for a long time after we were basically like living out of that office. Like oh, wow. we had like a microwave in there and like, I guess we had no electricity. And then there were, um, there were a lot of aftershocks for that one too. And also, um, the, the streets were just lined with, um, like people who set up tables to sell like, uh, flashlights and like huh. bottled water and, I think everybody in LA just went on a shopping spree. Sure. Um, and this was right, was this a year before the Rodney King riots? About. Um, it was, uh, I get, yeah, it was like yeah. around that time. It was before the what a crazy time. Before the riots, a couple years before OJ. Oh yeah, before OJ. It was like, that was a busy time for Los Angeles. I know. My childhood was such a um, hotbed of news and current events. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, what else went on? I feel like uh, in the nineties in LA. No, I just meant this week in oh, Goop. This week. <laughs> <laughs> to turn oh. it back to because we're doing a nineties earthquake podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should have a podcast that's just great earthquakes of the nineties. Yeah. Uh, you must be a nineties earthquake kid if you remember. If you remember this, this. one, <laughs> were you a nineties earthquake kid? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm so old. My earthquake was eighty nine. Oh, uh, I missed it. Yeah, it's like. I wasn't Oh, you were alive. No, I was, I was going to say I wasn't even in California, uh, yet, but I was, okay. I was, I moved. I think that was the year I moved. It's so October of 89. It was basically the nineties. Yeah. Um, basically, basically. But, uh, but I was only four. God. I mean, this, I like, I've been busier this week than my normal life. So I haven't even been paying, paying attention to goop that much. So You're funny. laughing at me, but it was busy. <laughs> Brian is like, I'm just going to say something that might be rude. You are the least busy person I know. I have so much going on this next month. I don't even want to say. 
because well you can't say it but you're yeah. like alluding to it i'm alluding yeah i'll but say it after it happens brian but... no, has, no, no, no no i feel like <laughs> um you're gonna this brian has um like when people post like i'm so excited about something, <laughs> but it's too i can't yeah. say what it is yet but oh it'll all be out soon i know it's not a big deal. i know what it is and it is very cool um we'll see uh anyway goop yeah so also i was also busy this yes. week um but again, you're usually more busy, busy than me yeah you're <laughs> um, like really but, busy um i also bear i mean like i was i guess a little bit busier this week because i straight up barely like i skimmed this one i mean i like i'll be honest i truly barely read it uh yeah this one took me not a long time to read i sort of barreled through it in an hour but it's fine yeah i needed it after my grueling week after your grueling week <laughs> uh so let's just get to it well what was yeah. your best i mean see it was like hard for me to pick any oh my best was the no makeup makeup trick barely their blush uh that was in the monday newsletter which is about like you know, cream blushes and cheek tints, which I feel like is something I just scream about on this podcast constantly. <laughs> I um, am having a makeup revolution. I'm using my cheek tint. I'm using a highlighter and I'm using like this like tinted moisturizer thing okay. now. Um, and soon... My plan is to incorporate a concealer, which I like have, I have a whale of a time finding anything to put on my skin. Everything like sits really heavy. It's the wrong color. I just, I never had like a good foundation in my entire life, but I am really thinking of using RMS beauty concealer. And I've been browsing it online, and I've been thinking about it a lot. And this obviously wasn't an article about concealer. It was an article about cheek tints. But I feel like they all go together. You have pots of things. You're dipping in. You've got your RMS Beauty very sheer concealer. So then I'll be like, oh, I just use a little concealer and a little bit of cheek tint and some mascara, and I'm good to go, which I feel like is something people say, but nobody does. Because right now, look – I'm not a person who's never owned concealer. I feel like I'm making it seem like that's the case. I just don't Is most have... concealer just not your right skin tone or it's too heavy or Well, can uh well, concealer is like It's like acne medicine and and foundation you're together, insane. right? No. No. Oh, I thought it was like foundation that also gets rid of pimples. That's wrong. You did? I thought that's what concealer was. Wow. I'm I'm very ignorant when it comes to makeup. I guess so. Yeah. No, concealer is just like it's like usually a little bit like lighter color than your usual foundation and you okay. just put it over like you put it under your eyes oh. or you put it if you have like a zit or something you put it or like an imperfection it's like to conceal imperfections uh-huh. so like the foundation like evens the whole skin tone and then the, the concealer will like touch up little see yeah, i thought there was a little like clean and clear in there too but I guess um not. i know i mean i do think that there are some like weird brands where, for like, like this teenagers has medicine yeah, in yeah. It or something but it's not that's like not a Got good it. thing about concealer now um, but anyway, I want to get this. I don't know how I started talking about how I want to buy this RMS Beauty concealer 
in a cheek tint article, but I want this to be a package thing where I'm just like this natural French woman who's like a little bit of sheer concealer, a little bit of that like bombyard beauty cheek tint, shit, oh, yeah. which I already have a little bit of like some weird mascara. And then I'm like, Oh me. That's all you need. And you're just glowing and dewy. And I'm just dewy as fuck because I've been using highlighter to get dewy. Have you, do you think I've been dewier lately? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I definitely noticed. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> um, all right. What was your best? Mine was, well, I mean, it's very on brand because I did have such a busy, stressful week. My oh, best was the 90 cent breathwork tool to reduce stress. You said 90 cent. 90, oh, did I you say 90 cent? Oh, Brian I, is so overworked. I'm on fumes. I'm on fumes. Yeah, that um, was my try. I loved it. I tried it. It was great. It too. was great. Yeah. Uh, so this Ashley Neese, she's a holistic pra- practitioner out of California. And it's basically like little breathwork and meditation that you can do in 90 seconds. And you basically just breathe. And then you breathe a few times and then you breathe a few more times and make the exhales longer than your inhales. And then you repeat it. Well, it says repeat for five minutes, which is up to five minutes. minutes, So, yeah. Um, And there was a little audio recording of her telling you how to do it. And I, for a while, I was meditating in the morning regularly. And then I was. And then I stopped uh, because that Headspace app was too expensive. I think people meditate are like bad i wish i could do i really it was really helpful when i did it and yet i just um it's just too many things to do in the morning when people meditate i just think of like my weird neighbor with rage issues or like you know those like hippie guys that are really mean oh yeah like misogynist hippies that wanted the sexual revolution just so they could fuck a lot of women yeah and like now they're all in dharma punks or whatever yeah like yeah um but 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 that's not true i i do think like I mean, if you if people are probably sort of familiar with the head Headspace app, it's this like weird bald British guy who's like this combination of sort of Buddhist monk and like tech bro, which is very my worst. It's very like of this time, so he is like a little what time off. Well, just like the time of hell. People trying to yeah monetize wellness, which uh, our friend GP is familiar with. I'm surprised he actually hasn't been on Goop, but they're probably like competitors in some I space. I mean, he's probably too, like, too yeah, popular. too much of a threat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, this did make me want to start meditating again, or if not, at least do, like, a 90-second breath exercise mm-hmm. in the morning, which there's really no excuse for. And it really did, I mean, I also woke up today not stressed because um, we finished what we needed to do yesterday, and my week coming up is that my calendar is empty. Aggie's laughing at me, but some people have different levels of stress for different things. That's true. And it's all a spectrum. I woke up like extra stressed this morning because I've been, um, well, first of all, I went to a boot, not a boot, a fucking, a fit boxing, kickbox class at 8.45 in the morning on Saturday morning, which is like, that's the worst thing you can possibly do. Um, but our friend, whatever I went. And then, (laughs) uh, I had this and then I have to go to work and then so like I just was like how am I going to get everything done today but I did that breathing exercise like I haven't even showered yet and it's like 10 or 11 or something um but I did that breathing exercise like right before you got here and it was also after I'd worked out so like my I was like more like I don't know whatever like tired and just like breathing crazy and it felt so good it helped right when I got like all of that air out I was just like Oh, fuck, yes. Like, when you do, like, a really good exhale, you're like, yeah. I, I was, like, into it. That's awesome. Um, I don't feel stressed at all. And I think it might be the breathing. 
I think it, yeah, it really helps. It really helps. Uh, what was your worst? Let me see. Oh, I mean, my worst was the like diet food hacks for people who are too busy. Oh yeah. Which I was really excited about when I saw it. You know, I like any type of busy girl cleanse <laughs> or detox or whatever, but well, as everybody knows, I've been doing fit girl guide and I've been really feeling like eating whole grains is super good for you and you should, and like, not you should, but I want to just like incorporate whole grains into my, um, like my diet. Um, and like none of these recipes had any carb except for one of them was like a rice bowl uh, with brown rice. But everything else it was just like lettuce and chicken or something. Basically, it was just a bunch of different ways to eat lettuce and chicken together, I thought. Yeah. The, oh, and that soup. The This article, it, it didn't seem like time... It was. It was like it was. It took up too much time if you were truly busy because there were still like several ingredients several and stuff. Steps. And then, yeah, it was just like it didn't seem to solve the problem that it asked at the beginning. If you're like super busy, you need to throw something together. It seemed like it would take too much time. The one that maybe would is that butternut squash soup looks good. Where it's like you get a can That's of butternut true. squash soup, a can of coconut milk, and then I, I don't remember something else you put in there. Uh. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, I was like doctoring it up you in a way that was pretty uh, like quick. Yeah. Um, if you want soup, which I don't. I want something I, like, I want more. I like that. soup, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to have soup as dinner if I don't have like a sandwich with it. I get, yeah, I think it's Or at little, least like a piece of bread. It's kind of depressing. Um, yeah, because then it's like if you're just having soup, do you drink it with a spoon or you just like sip it? Oh, a spoon. You don't do like in a coffee mug and just sip it? Oh, no, no. no. Well, bone broth. Oh, yeah. But if I'm like, I don't know. It's sometimes easier to just drink like a like a drink. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just said bone broth and then like all of a sudden want to do a Whole30. Jesus Christ. Sometimes People do I it. get a kick. I get a little bee in my bonnet. And I'm like, oh, I want to do it. But I know it's not good for you. I, don't, I, I really don't think it's good tough. for you. So my worst, I'm sad to say. Oh, no. Is... Ask Jean. That mushroom shit. So, like, we all know Jean is asked to to plug certain products that yeah. Goop is behind. It's not a secret. I understand it's their business model. It's fine. I think they try to make it a secret. I Probably. But usually it's done in a little bit of an elegant way, especially with Jean. And it usually she's feels like writer. she... Yeah, because she's such a good writer. It seems like it's sort of these suggestions are just coming off the top of her head you know after she's in a yurt with tata harper or whatever and you're just like oh yes of course gene does this this is, and I this is what i want you to everything but this she's uh trying to get you to buy this mushroom hot cocoa called Gross. from a brand called four sigmatic and her whole story, and we all love Jean's stories, is like she was in Paris and she had this amazing hot cocoa at this amazing place. And Marie Antoinette used to drink hot cocoa, which I'm like, these things are not really. She wasn't drinking your wellness mushroom hot no, cocoa. Well, no, she was drinking like the really good cocoa from France. So which, you're, that's, They give you that at Versailles and it's just basically like melted chocolate in a cup. Yeah. It's not this shit. No. And then she tr she tries to transition to this mushroom hot cocoa mix because the woman who allegedly asked this question is like, I love mushrooms, but 
I feel like I should be eating more of them. How do I like eat powdered mushrooms? And so even Jean is like, uh, this is not even in the same league as the Parisian hot cocoa, but I guess it works in a pinch. And the then fuck kind uh, of pitches that. Yeah. And then she just sort of trails off and, and talks about this mushroom hot cocoa. And you just really can tell for the first time in a, a while that Jean's heart is definitely not in it. Jean, I know. I felt that way too about this. Can I just, while we're talking about Jean, yeah. can I just talk about a true like betrayal of my heart that happened to me with Jean? Sure. Um, so do you remember that like subscription hair dye? Oh yeah. Okay. I've never used it. I'm too scared. Um, I, if anyone has used it or like has any pointers on dyeing your own hair or like thinks I can do it and like would encourage me, I would really appreciate it because I'm just, I, I have a subscription service. They keep coming, but I haven't used a single one because I'm scared that like I will just look like you know, I dyed my own hair and it's like one one color and it looks weird or something. Okay, so, but anyway, Jean wrote this thing where it sounded like the, literally the most glamorous, perfect hair dye in the entire world. And it's great and I get it and I get excited every time I see it. And then I started hearing, I was like listening to this like weird like obscure uh true crime podcast not one of the big ones okay uh this week and they were doing an ad for it like a podcast ad and they're like do you want to get hair dye come to your house all the time it's a subscription service for hair dye and i was like oh my god what is what what have i done wow what have i done so i mean it would be like as if if gene started shilling casper mattresses or like or blue like apron. if they started doing Blue Apron, which I think, have they? They, I don't think that they, they've done like similar subscription box services to yeah. Blue, but like the more healthy ones. Mm. But yeah, I think Gene, I mean, you know, time will tell. But there's a little part of me that think Gene might, Gene might have one foot out the door and goop. Maybe she's writing a book. Oh, I. that's a good excuse for not I, putting your heart in things. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm going to I would love for her to write a book. God. What if it's a tell-all book about Gwyneth? What if it's a tell-all book just about like working in the magazine industry in the 90s? That would would be great. Literally anything she wrote, I would read. And Gene, if you're listening, please write a book. Uh, We'll read it. And you're too good for this mushroom chocolate shit. Come on, Gene. Yeah. Please, Gene. (sighs) All right. um, What was the craziest? Oh, my craziest was like, seriously, I just basically like picked something. Because I didn't think anything was too... I thought it was a pretty middle of the road newsletter and my craziest was something I didn't even really read but it was the food therapist there's like a new therapist who helps you deal with your issues of eating which we all need And if you read goop you especially need it but I feel like I'm coming to terms with my issues with eating and like so it wasn't like craziest in the world it was just craziest the thing that would make me the most crazy I guess is how I interpreted this one Mm -hmm. My dog is very <laughs> playful right now. He's like coming at both of us with this gefilte fish toy he got from Hanukkah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so um, you're not supposed to like, um, you know, limit what you're eating too much. You're supposed to be like, oh, I care about my future self, so I'm not going to do this. But I, And one thing that was in it that was interesting was she says that um, – 
people think about their future selves the same way that they think about strangers. And I was like, yeah, maybe. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to pay too much attention to this because I think, like, even reading this article, like, goes against whatever this article is about. Like, just I'm just, like, not going to walk down this line of, like, dealing with having any relationship with food and just being like, I need to eat food and, like, it should be healthy and that's it. Yeah, I think for people that do normally think too much about food. Me. uh, You. No, my dog. No, well, (laughs) to have that extra sort of personification of your future self might not be the most helpful. For me, I don't know. I thought it was sort of cool, like, thinking... I mean, I guess I sort of think that way anyway, but, like, oh, am I going to feel better if I eat this tonight? And I only listen to that voice one out of every ten times. I'm not saying that I listen to it a lot. But, like, I get the sentiment where it's coming from. Oh, I absolutely... I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just truly was like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's what I've been doing. Do you want to hear my self-help thing? I should write a book. My new thing is I'm going, what do I actually want? Because if I'm like, oh, I want to eat, like, a full, like, box of cookies or whatever... I'll be like, do I actually want to do that? Like, how do I actually want to feel? And like, what do I actually want to experience? And I'm always like, I don't. Like, I actually don't want to do that. Uh-huh. Like, the the person I want to be is like someone who doesn't eat a box of cookies and feels good. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like when I'm when I like put that to, that question to myself, it has been like helping me. I don't. Yeah, know. I think that's similar to the future self thing. But it's it is, definitely similar. But uh, yeah, and it's different than. I want to lose weight or I'm going to feel bad if I eat this. It's more like like thinking of it as uh, this is how I'm feeling and this is the type of person I want to be. And like what do I want to do right now? Yeah. Do I want to like sit on the couch and like eat a bunch of cookies? No. Who wants to do that really? Yeah. Like I want to like have a clean kitchen or like I want to like go outside or play with my dog or whatever. I don't want to like do that yeah you just think you want to do that for like a second um well anyway look i haven't fully thought out the book yet but when i do you (laughs) will all really like it this is my pitch my pitch is basically to plagiarize this article i have read (laughs) (laughs) no i had i thought of it first um so my craziest is the rethinking the goal of childhood education yeah. uh, article, which uh, if you notice at the beginning of this podcast, we played a little clip from Gwyneth's interview with <laughs> this lady who I don't remember her name, but um, her husband, it's also weird. Like she's talking about, I guess she works there too, but like but it, she's on. talking about something that her husband created. No thanks. Which is strange. Anti-goop. Um, but so... I mean, obviously everything in Goop is like super privileged, but yeah. this is about how if you are de- like deciding which great private school to um, enroll your kids in, this is a uh, an alternative and to the regular he, he private like school. He like set it up in an abandoned building or something? Yes, it's called We Grow, and it is uh, a... God, I guess a chain of like private schools now from three to nine, ages three to nine, but I guess they're going to also try to do uh, high school. Is it like the new Montessori? I guess so. It's uh, 
it was created by a guy who grew up on a kibbutz and was into real estate. So he had a connection to like get an abandoned building in Dumbo in Brooklyn. He like loved real estate, which is like, I've never heard anybody say that Yeah, even people that work in real estate don't say that they loved real estate. how cynical, how dark. Um, But it's basically like, it seems like it's a trade school for rich kids. Like it's for, it's like, not trade school, but it's, it's being, it's hands on. It's not like stressing academics that much. It's like, Mm. it's stressing more, uh, things to just tools to live a happy life rather than like what? rather than just to like get a job because I think these people probably don't, don't need, need jobs. jobs so it's like not that important to them they're like that coke son with the shirts oh god yeah that, uh, yeah it, parents are scared they want to get their kid into a particular school because it will secure their spot in another school lead them to a top university and help them them find a successful job but at we grow they just care about these kids uh, feelings and self esteem or whatever. And I mean, the public education school system is pretty broken for a lot of people. Uh, but I don't know. I'm I'm of the mind that like if you are super privileged and 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 rich, you should try to to help your community public school and not fucking opt out into some crazy garbage. But it's easy for me to say because I don't have kids. Did you go to public school? Yeah, and I grew up fine. <laughs> Uh, but I grew up in, I, I went to a public school in like a suburb that was a pretty good public school, but it was still a California public school, which meant when I went to college on the East Coast, I was very behind a lot of people that grew up in like Connecticut and New Jersey and states that have really good public schools. Wait, so how do they teach them? Like, what do they, I don't understand what they teach them. Oh, I don't think they've thought it through that much. Um, wait, but they are, wait, they haven't thought it, but well, it's happening, right? Because like, right now it's just there. from three to nine. Yeah. But three to nine, I mean, nine years old, you're in like third grade, you're learning stuff. Uh, many people are passionate about their kids being raised as free thinkers who are able to advocate for themselves. But in order to do that, we need to change from the traditional classroom model of a teacher standing in front of the room speaking to our children to an engaging environment that establishes self-confidence and mutual respect. So they just taught, they, they we don't know. We don't know what they actually do. But, but do I, they teach like math and stuff? It's probably like if you want to learn math, the teacher can like guide you to a math book or something. But or who like, wants to learn math? Math sucks. Kids love math. Some kids. No, they we didn't. don't. Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, or like kids that young Sheldon. I feel like a lot of kids are like, oh, what's your favorite subject? Math. Really? I don't know. Not me. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, no kid wants to do anything. Yeah. Would they just play with toys? Uh, I guess, or like read books. I don't know. Um, kids need to be able to move their bodies regularly throughout the day. So we are creating opportunities for this as well as moments to connect with nature, even while indoors. I don't know what this means. Why bother? What? Um, what, look out the window. Newman majored in business and Buddhism at Cornell. Mother, he majored in Buddhism? The woman did. She. So I guess, I guess she's the one that's doing this. I don't know why they talk about her husband. Maybe he's just the one that like got the lease on the abandoned building. She needs to stop with her uh, husband. Oh, she's also gained certification as a Jiva Mukti yoga teacher and acted What's... in and produced a number of films. What's Jiva Mukti? Jiva Mukti is like a, I think it's mostly in New York. It's like a type of yoga for rich people. I don't know. It's like a super intense workout type of yoga, I think. Mm, yoga for rich people. Um, And then she is committed to creating a conscious educational community. So... Hey, if you have kids, sign up for We Grow and tell us about it. See if they grow up to be literate adults or sociopaths. I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, if you're that rich to go to this school, like, you're going to be fine How anyway. rich do you have to be? Well, I don't know. I It doesn't say how much it costs, but I bet... What's a, a... Like, a fancy private school is what? Like, 
thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year? I don't know. I think it's a lot. Um, but yeah, watch the video, see what you think. And I don't want to like, you know, you have to make the right decision for your own kid. But uh, God, it would be great if uh, parents with a lot of resources um, put those resources into uh, helping their community public schools. Interesting take. Um, what would you try? Um, I would try... Um, what did I say? Oh, I the breath exercises, which I oh, yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would try... There was another food article that wasn't like quite as much throwing things together when you're busy, but it's like healthy things you can do on a weeknight. And there was one recipe that was called a cast iron veggie cake with sun-dried tomato cashew cream. And let's forget I said sun-dried tomato cashew cream because that doesn't sound great. Sounds good to me. Uh, I don't like sun-dried tomatoes, weirdly. Um, but just a cast iron veggie cake, it's that this recipe seems very helpful because after I started doing the imperfect produce, oh, you get yeah. a lot of like tubers, like potatoes, yeah, sweet potatoes, so turnips, potatoes. onions, things that like you don't really need to use right away so they can sort of build up in your fridge. And then you're like, what and the then you're fuck? Like, what am I going to do with this? You keep your potatoes in the fridge? Yeah, because if like I've kept them in a drawer and it, sometimes they'll get too hot and then they'll get mold. Huh. So I just keep them in the fridge. All right. I don't know. Uh, but this recipe, you just shred all your potatoes, carrots. They say kohlrabi, but it could be like any tuber. And then you add a little onion and flour and egg. And then you fry it in a pan for five minutes. And then you put it in an oven for 20 minutes. So it's like a big baked latka that you can do with any um, root vegetable. And then you can make a, you know, whatever, cashew cream. Or I would just put like sour cream on or something. But it seems like a really good way to get rid of those veggies. That sounds like a huge pain in the ass to me. Really? That article, to shred a bunch of potatoes. You can just take a grater and just... That takes... Have you done that? Yeah. You're um, only doing like... It's not like a ton. Like you're doing, you know, three potatoes one onion and maybe one turnip or kohlrabi if you have it um i don't um <laughs> uh yeah that whole article just like made me tired i was like oh skip i don't okay. want to make any of this shit um what do you like to do with a big bushel of potatoes cut them up into uh like just like slice them so they're like discs mm -hmm. uh put them on a pan on a sheet pan a uh, little bit of cheddar cheese, a little bit of steamed broccoli, throw them in the oven for like 15 minutes, put a little sour cream, maybe a little seasoned salt. That yum, sounds yum. good. That's, that's what, what I, I do. I mean, that's what mostly yeah, I do too is like roasting. Like last night I roasted potatoes and onions and fennel with a little sage. Yummy. And it was good. But yeah, I'm just saying this is an alternative. I love a latka. Who doesn't love a lot? I love a shredded. I just love shredded things. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, I don't know. It just it was a good alternative when I don't feel like roasting a, sh a sheet full of veggies. Gotcha. Uh, what would you buy? Uh, RMS Beauty Concealer. Oh, yeah. I just realized that I I already had that written down, but I couldn't wait to talk about it. So I just screamed about it at the um, top. So that was actually listed on Goop, the RMS concealer or i mean it has been yeah. it wasn't i mean i don't think it was in this one but i was like i'm i'm you really looking there. at it seriously i'm like been yeah. all over amazon i've been really thinking about it so this i just i've got it on my brain um well i would buy 
uh, sauerkraut or kimchi. <laughs> there was an, an article about fermented foods. Yeah. Um, about gut health. Dr. Younger. And as someone who like takes a probiotic every day, I think that I'm doing a good job for my gut health. But this article did sort of convince me that like nothing is a good substitute for actual fermented foods. Mm. And I do like it. Like to, it wouldn't hurt to just have a scoopful of kimchi at every meal, right? And there was like links to different brands that looked cool. Um, How much like fermented stuff are do you need? I don't know. Like how much probiotic? Like can you get that from like yogurt? I think yogurt yogurt has some, but probably not as many as not as much as like kimchi or sauerkraut or that type of thing. How often? Like, do I need it every day? I think like if you're really doing it yeah it's like a little bit every day but not much probably just like a few bites um i don't know what do you mean really do like what what does that mean (laughs) like really (laughs) prioritizing your gut health uh (laughs) i don't know it says for more on gut health from dr younger click here so click here i have to click there i'm not the person you should be talking to it should be dr younger i should be but i'm scared of dr younger he's very scary is he the mean one Who's the one who wrote that really mean thing to John Gunter? Oh, yeah. I think that was him. Yeah, I think He's that was so him. He's so mean. Yeah, he ooh, hates Jen Gunter. Oh, yeah, okay. Jen Gunter update. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess Jen Gunter had a very traumatic childhood. Oh, really? Yeah, because someone tweeted and said, Hey, Dr. Gunter, there's a Reddit thread for women to talk about their abusive mothers. <gasps> I thought of you. And, and Jen Gunter responded, Oh, I... Like, I'd win that prize. I had to, like, take two buses to the emergency room when I had a ruptured spleen. When Jesus! I was because my mother... Phoebe, stop it. He's talking mother, about Gunter. My mother didn't believe me. Oh, I'm my like, God. I'm like, oh, wow. There's layers to this Gunter. Oh, she's an onion. She's... Yeah. So, yeah. that's rough. That's I mean, crazy. I don't wish that type of abuse on anyone. No, that's So, weird. I don't even have anything snarky to say. Um, you regularly bring up like horrible things that happen to Jen Gunter and you'll be like, and I don't have anything bad to say about it. Like you've done that before. and We've had to like cut stuff out. <laughs> well, you know, she puts it out in the world. Her Twitter is an open book. Um, so I'm just repeating what's, what's out there. And it's a, it's fascinating. Um, <laughs> God, you're obsessed with her. I really am. God, I wish she had a podcast. I would listen to it so frequently. God, please. <laughs> Why doesn't she have a podcast? I don't get it. She's please with her blog. have a podcast. Jen Gunter. Jen, come um, on. That's my plea. All right. Uh, let's get out of here because BB's going crazy. BB has been going so insane. I don't know go. how much we're going to hear I'm of him. sneezing all over the place. All right. Um, look, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank um, you. Uh, please be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please, Tell your friends. Follow please. us on Instagram and Twitter. We need it. And we'll see you next week. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.